From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Super Monday edition of VSIN Final Countdown coming to you live from the South Point in Las Vegas. Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown live at the desk in front of the South Point Sportsbook. The Kansas City Chiefs, your Super Bowl 57 champs. If you missed any of our insights from hour one, that should be posted in podcast form relatively soon. You can catch it all in demand. Also, vcin.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcast. We'll continue a good bit of that conversation this hour as well. Vinny Maiulo, uh, sports betting Hall of Famer, odds maker here at the South Point, is going to join us on the desk in just a little bit to go over how the, the line did start shifting a little bit yesterday, how the books ultimately ended up doing. I do know when an over like that cashes, it's typically good for for the public, but overall, I'm sure with props and everything like that, the books are just fine. He's still got yeah. a job. He's in business. He's okay. Yeah, I mean, because I imagine the Patrick Mahomes passing props were probably all bet to the over, mm. and they were basically mm-hmm. all exclusively under, so they probably did really well on him. I don't know how people would bet Hurts. I mean, it seems interesting to be super confident in passing numbers over. Now, maybe the rushing numbers got him, but like the passing numbers, I don't know. I don't I'm know. big mad. I had him over one and a half passing touchdowns and just he got the one so early, like second play of the second quarter. It's like, okay, Devontae. come on. And if uh, Devontae Smith doesn't fall out of yep. bounds, like all the things like that. Yep, I mean, lots those of are, things. Yeah. It's fine, but I'm not bitter. Don't worry about it. Matt, listen. Also could have fallen to the ground and just barrel rolled in, <laughs> by the way. Like, there was no one around him. He could have just fallen to the ground and barrel rolled in the end zone. Um, I don't know if you know this. We live in America. America. Yes. Which means we have a need for football at all times. Yes. We don't have to go very long without football. And I mean at all. 
Yeah. Like, we're not going to miss any time. And I know everybody, like, people are making fun a little bit with the XFL coming back this year that, okay, like, let's watch that after we just had the Super Bowl. But it is actually going to be pretty fun, I think, and it's going to be a unique viewing experience, and it's another thing that if you have a hankering to bet on football, this is America, we love the sport mm-hmm. more than anyone else, that you have the opportunity to do so. Starting this week, starting Saturday, first games on, on deck. St. Louis Battlehawks, the Seattle yeah. Sea Dragons are your favorites, for plus 400, plus 450 to win it all. You've got, um, let's see, well, that, we'll get that up back up in a little bit. But the Vipers and Renegades play on Saturday. The Guardians and Roughnecks play on Sunday, as do the Battlehawks and Brahmas and the Sea Dragons and the Defenders. Which one of those is yours? I will be on the final game of week one. So Sea Dragons at Defenders. I'll be out there in D.C. for Sunday night. Um, all of these games in the XFL this season are going to be broadcast on ESPN, ABC, or FX. So they're all nationally televised games. And I know we talked a little bit about kind of the way that the XFL is. If any of you guys remember in 2020, the viewing experience, it started to gain a lot of popularity. Unfortunately, COVID happened and we know how that affects so many jobs that affected the XFL as well. New ownership now um, with Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Danny Garcia, his business partner, their co-owners and chair people of the league putting this all together. And a a big part of what they want to do, yes, is betting, but it's also access. And so like it is pretty incredible i'm gonna be on the sidelines for these games where if a drive stalls i can basically go up to the head coach and be like hey why did that happen what's going on here if a field goal kicker misses a kick or makes a kick i can talk through what that will not make for any awkward exchanges for you i'm sure (laughs) i'm almost positive you will have no awkward exchanges it's gonna be it's gonna be unique and even at halftime there's different things that they want us to incorporate the worst kicks i've ever seen ever what did you do that thing was was 19 feet left that's when you gotta have some tact and you follow up (laughs) with when you make one i'll be here too okay i'm not just here for the bad stuff i'm here for you buddy but it'll be it'll be really interesting if a really dynamic play happens if a trick play happens we can just go get that immediate reaction whereas a lot of times when you see a halftime interview and a question that would have made a ton of sense earlier in the game doesn't make sense anymore but it felt important but it's not important mm-hmm. right now in the immediacy of the game so Kind of cool for certain things like that. Half times, we're going to be in the locker rooms. All these players um, and coaches are going to have microphones around them, mic'd up the entire time from an officiating standpoint. This is something that I think is going to be really cool and beneficial because in the NFL, how often are we questioning a call and this was terrible and this was so stupid? You're going to hear them talk through everything in real time. And there's also a command center that the XFL and and Fox's Dean Blandino is going to be kind of the head of officiating Mm -hmm. for all of this, making official calls on things that even non-reviewable plays, if it's egregious to our eyes on the screen, he can overturn that as it happens. So some things that will be pretty interesting and unique, I think. And you said that there is also a a real desire for them to try and work with the NFL in Mm -hmm. in some way, shape, or form as to – trying to develop maybe some players who slipped through the cracks when it came to the, you know, the, basically the draft process. We know, we say, look, it's a very, very highly, you know, it's a very, very highly skilled thing to be a player evaluator as it is anyway, but still guys fall through the cracks. We just had a guy that was the last round, last pick of the entire draft, nearly win rookie of the year. So, mm-hmm. um, so you're, you said that they are going to try to like, develop some of these guys to actually make it to the league. Yeah, that is very much so a desire to have the developmental league. And a lot of that thought process comes from a guy like The Rock, who his Mm. dream was to play in the NFL. And he was always told by various people that, hey, if you just had 
a, a little bit more work in this area. If you had a little, but you can only get that work if you're on the field playing, and there wasn't really that opportunity beyond college for him in football. And so um, that's kind of what they want this to do is they want it to be a feeder league in a lot of ways. We saw some XFL guys have success in the NFL, like we saw PJ Walker and Taylor Heineke mm -hmm. starting games in the NFL that were XFL players, and that's what they want. Every other professional league has it. Baseball, you've got double A, triple A mm -hmm. ball. You've got the G League in the NBA. You've got um, the AHL in the American Hockey League as a feeder to the NHL. You just don't have that in football aside from college and unless you want to go to the CFL in Canada yeah. or something like that. So that's what their goal is. We'll see, um, you know, if it is able to last because obviously the XFL in previous iterations has not. But some of the names are going to be cool in this. The head coach of the, the San Antonio Brahmas is Heinz Ward, the head coach here in Las Vegas for um, the Vipers, Rod Woodson, 17-year NFL, 17 NFL career, 11 Pro Bowls, Super Bowl wins. Like these, these things are going to hopefully draw eyeballs. The, the Battle Hawks, who are the favorites here at 4-1, um, are coached by former NFL tight end Anthony Becht, and his quarterback's going to be A.J. McCarron, former Alabama quarterback and kind of journeyman in the NFL, having one more stab at mm -hmm. it, you know what I mean? And in talking to a lot of these coaches leading up to the season kicking off this week, they feel like they have a lot of talent that has, as you termed it, you know, gone through the cracks mm -hmm. a little bit. And how is this guy not on an NFL roster? Let's get him seen. Let's give him that opportunity. So um, they're I'm torn because I hate the Kraken so much, but the <laughs> Sea Dragon sounds cool. really awesome. Yeah, it sounds great. Like well, that, I kind of like that name a lot. The Renegades, I could deal without. Brahmas, I know it's a bull, so we're good there. Vipers, you know, Vegas Vipers, they've got a nice little ring to it. Uh, DC Defenders, I'm out on that one. Houston <laughs> Roughnecks, that one's fine. Orlando Guardians, no no good there. So there's uh, like I think you know four four to five good names of teams there. So I got to pick an allegiance, obviously based off nothing more. DC than whatever just keeps on going for yeah, you yeah, know yeah, it's just America. Um, yeah, just don't can't 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 do with that. I and mean, I'm not gonna play for the home team here. I'm not gonna be like you know Homer Vegas Vipers. I have no allegiance to them, so I might just be a Seattle Sea Dragon. Yeah. As we go into the season here, they are plus four fifty. By the way, they are the second shot to win it all. The Renegades five to one, five and a half on the Brahmas, six on the Vipers, six and a half on the Defenders, and then seven and a half each on the Roughnecks and the Guardians. I like the pick there with the Sea Dragons because they are in the North Division, and Jim Hazlitt is the only coach in that division that's, like, actually a coach, former NFL mm -hmm. Coach of the Year. A lot of these other guys are former players given their first stab at a head coaching role. So I'd say advantage there. Offensive coordinator, June Jones. Another name that people would be familiar with for the Sea Dragons, Ben DiNucci. Uh, yeah, Danucci going to be the quarterback for, for Seattle. Josh Gordon's going to be playing with them, too. A couple notable names that are going to be popping up that people would be familiar with. Josh Gordon, uh, Martavis Bryant coming back, trying to get back in the good graces. Mm -hmm. Derek King, former Miami quarterback. So there are some names and yeah. faces I think that people are going to be familiar with for sure. The Nooch is the quarterback of the Sea Dragons? Danucci. All right, well. Yes. Uh, and then and then I can also, like, just scream at the TV whenever he says, Nooch! Like every time he makes like a good one, yeah. All right, there it is. <laughs> but like Wade, Phil Wade Phillips, coach of the Roughnecks, down there, back coasting, uh, back. Excuse me, coaching in Houston. I'm trying to think of. Oh, Bob Stoops is the coach of the Renegades. So obviously, great experience there. Longtime Oklahoma coach. He was the coach of the Renegades in the 2020 iteration as well. So he's coming back to the league. For those of you who are watching for the first time, some built-in fan bases already are going to be St. Louis, who is your favorite. They are a city that is starved for football. They miss having the Rams. They miss having a team. So they actually do get really like strong fan contingent, at least they did in 2020. So that's the expectation. Again, they did this like fan fest thing leading up to the season and it was 
packed. Whereas Vegas, for example, and I mean, nothing against my hometown, love it so much. They're going to be playing at Cashman Field. I'm not necessarily sure they're going to be getting a lot of people and bodies out there, especially with how much other sports get attention in the city right now. I'm not, I'm very curious to see what the appetite for it is going to be here. Steph claiming the Battle Hawks over here. Okay. Steph's claiming DC, the Battle Hawks over DC, here. I know you don't like the defenders, but yeah. DC, another really good home field advantage. So we think, uh, you might remember in 2020 seeing the, like the beer snake thing that went viral there went all the way up to the rafters so um I think it's going to be a fun thing there are some new rules to be aware of as well um you have the ability to go for a one two or three point play after a touchdown so um you know a nine point difference is no longer a two score game in the XFL um you have a double forward pass so two forward passes are legal behind the line of scrimmage Kickoffs and kick returns are going to look a little bit different. Um, there's an onside kick alternative in the fourth quarter, fourth quarter only, but that you can do a fourth and 15 to convert and maintain possession. Um, three timeouts per half. That's pretty standard. Head coach is also allowed one challenge of absolutely anything. So we talk about things that, hey, that's not reviewable. You have one challenge. Do with it what you will. You can use it on anything. So that's something that the NFL actually is very curious to see how it goes in the XFL mm-hmm. to see if that's something that they might want to incorporate in the future. There's a number of rules that they want to look at and Ooh. see if things could be beneficial for look the league. Sea Dragons. I got Jim Hazlitt. I got Jim yep. Jones. Yep. I got Ron Zook on the coaching staff here. This the games are supposed at. to go faster as well, like a standard playcock. Play clock is former 40 seconds. It'll be 35 in the XFL. No coin toss. So Super Bowl folks will be sad. It's the home team. They get to decide if they keep or defer. So fun fact, lots of good stuff. XFL starting up this Saturday. Don't miss it. Can't get enough football, right? If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. On a summer night in Paris, American artist Lee Krasner is drifting off to sleep when the phone rings. 
On the line, news that her husband, Jackson, is dead. Jackson, as in the painter Jackson Pollock. He might, to this day, be the most mythologized figure in American art. But how much of the story that we've been told about him is just that, a myth? On Death of an Artist, season two, Krasner and Pollock, the story about how the art world changed forever and the story of the artist who reset the market for American abstract painting. Just maybe not the one you're thinking of. Listen to Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Rolling along here, VSIN Final Countdown live from the South Point where it was popping yesterday for Super Bowl 57. Stormy Bonatoni, Matt Brown on the desk alongside Vinny Maiulo, who joins us now, sports betting Hall of Famer, odds maker extraordinaire. And obviously, yes, Vinny, we have a ton to talk about about the yeah. Super Bowl. But because we are just coming off an XFL segment, I have to ask, is this something that's going to post or, or like, how do you even come up with numbers for a league that you don't know anything about? Great question. Um, you know, we, we've not heard from them just yet. And I say that because typically leagues would, would want, first of all, to get it more popular and have more appeal. Um Public is going to want to know yeah. if, uh, if, if they can be bet on. So back in uh, 2000, 2001, when the XFL first came about, and we had a team here in Las Vegas, I was actually contacted by a representative of the league to do some marketing. Well, what, what marketing does Vinny do? I get all the bookmakers together. <laughs> and at the time, Las Vegas sports consultants, um, our friend Kenny White was had it at the time uh, after Roxy had sold it. Um, and so I got all the bookmakers together, all my colleagues together, uh, informed the league. The league sent representatives, uh, including Dick Butkus at the time, yeah. and teams out here and, and uh, personnel, and had scrimmages, had workouts and everything, and got the information in the hands of the bookmakers, and we started making power ratings on them, and we did put them up on the board uh, on a weekly basis. So it's not something that we're uh, uh, you know adverse to, but uh, frankly, we've not uh, heard from uh, uh, from anybody at the league. Again, leagues be proactive, and let's have a, a dialogue, and that's the best way to uh, to achieve that. Frankly, so you guys don't get to see whenever the doors open and Vinny comes into the studio, but he came in 
whistling. He was moonwalking. <laughs> he was just had a strut. He was. I think. I think things went well for you guys yesterday. Well, Sunday, I just you know Sunday. there was a certain little pep in your step as you came into I, the studio. You know, here. Matt. You know me. First of all, you're the one that I learned it from because the, for, the, for the entire <laughs> playoff run, you've been levitating. So I have to say, you talk about walking on air. No, in all seriousness, look. Uh, you, 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 as a bookmaker, and, and in this business, there's highs, there's lows, there's you know, there's there's flat, there's level. T- you, you can't gloat, especially you know, you don't cry and you don't gloat. That's just not the way to to do business. Um, try to be in a good mood. I'm most mainly in a good mood because you know what? We've had a, a, a heck of a run. It's been a great week. It's just a lot of work and everything. And now we could kind of exhale a little bit, take a little bit of a, a, a respite, and get ready for. March Madness, yep, right? Yeah, it'll be here up. before you know it. <laughs> but in all seriousness, um, full disclosure, uh, you know, it, it was. It, I think it depends on where you were here uh, at South Point. We had we had a good day because we had a good day because first of all, you mentioned you know the the property. Uh, we had about six thousand people just in parties throughout the property. So it and and our focus is obviously running the sports book is one thing, but when you realize that there's so much else going on at the property, right? And you've got so many other uh, options for folks to participate in. You, it, it, you can never lose mm-hmm. overall. Uh, as far as the game goes, uh, we did well on futures. Full disclosure, um, broke a, made a little bit on props. And the reason for that is when you have a high-scoring game, yeah, the props go to the go to public's way, and that's fine because you, again, you can see there's if you look over our shoulders here, the lines are still there's. You know, there's two lines of 20 people each, they're, and they're cashing tickets. And that's fine. That's good because they're going to rebet. Um, the game went over. That went to the public. So now uh, we did here wind up needing the Chiefs, even though we did take quite a bit of Chiefs money mm-hmm. in the last, uh, you know, uh, 24 hours leading up to kickoff. Uh, but overall, it, uh, it was a good day. I don't know. We're still tabulating statewide. You know, mm-hmm. we were, you know, uh, whether or not we were, we were going to get close to the nearly 180 million in handle last year. Didn't win as much as last year. Last year, uh, the whole percentage was much higher. Uh, again, because of the uh, the fact that uh, there were so many props that went uh, uh, and the game went over, uh, went the public's weight. But that's okay because all you're you're doing and people are cashing. And what are they doing? They're cashing and betting on today's games. They're betting on. Uh, NCAA futures. They're betting on next year's uh, 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 Super Bowl futures as well. Yeah, I could tell that it was busy because I was here from 7 o'clock in the morning to around noon, and if it's 7 a.m. and I have a hard time finding a parking spot, that's like, you know that it's yeah. going to be one of those days, which is yeah. which is always good, and it's fun to see people still doing in-person yeah. at the book, all mm-hmm. of that. You mentioned already getting ahead to next year, putting the money back in. Yep. Um, I have to tell you, you're going to look at these prices on, 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 on futures, right? There's nothing really, and a lot of people, I think the highest uh, odds are like 150 or 200. And I get asked this a lot. Why? How come so low? How? I'll tell you why. Because there are certain quarterbacks, uh, one of them who resides up in, you know, Wisconsin, uh, or at least plays up there, and where's he going to go? Yeah. This is the third year in a row now. We're wondering where Aaron. So, so depending on hopefully when he comes deals, out of his dark room, he'll give us an answer. Yeah, he's doing some, I think, some meditating or whatever. There's a lot darkness of incense. Darkness retreat. Or, that's it. Darkness <laughs> retreat. Boy, that, that, boy, I want that guy. I want that guy <laughs> under center for me yeah. next year. But in all seriousness, there's just so much uncertainty 
regarding uh, a Rodgers. Uh, I think that you know Derek Carr, wherever he goes, yeah. he's going to make. Is Lamar going to be back? Or not? He, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's a, that's a good point. So where where you know where are these um, uh, these free agents, quarterbacks in particular, uh, uh, play out, or or trades, possible trades for quarterbacks play out comes into play. So you'll see a big fluctuation when we get closer to. Uh, draft time because again, who's maybe are there trades involved with mm-hmm. uh, with the with the draft that go on and things like that, um, and so I, I think then then we'll start making some adjustments. But you put them up, and if you know somebody's still going to get a good price on a team, if in fact a you know does Carr go to the Jets, does Rogers go to the Jets, which you know with that defense it's a significant upgrade, right? Because let's face it, the Jets mm-hmm. are. Uh, you know, a quarterback away from from really competing. Are they a quarterback away from winning the Super Bowl? Not necessarily, but uh, certainly uh, competing. And we saw, you know, how, how much success or how improved, I should say, they were this year. A couple of different results from the game yesterday. I can only assume that were maybe some of the worst for you guys are those ones that no one ever bets no on. So will there be a missed extra point? It's always yes. Will there be a two-point conversion? It's mm-hmm. always yes. We got both of those Correct. yesterday. It was, it, but – uh, most of the Mahomes props, though, went under. So, I mean, that was probably a good result. Yeah, the Mahomes, uh, we didn't get hurt. Um, MVP, Mahomes. Uh, it, there yeah. were three players for MVP. Uh, Mahomes, um, uh, certainly Kelsey. By the way, I got asked the other day, how about Kelsey? How popular was Kelsey? I got asked, the, one guy asked me the other day, can you put up a number? Is, is he going to run for office in 24? <laughs> so if, he wins the, if, he wins the, if he wins MVP, he can run for <laughs> office tomorrow. Forget about waiting two years. Um, but, uh, you know, the quarterbacks always get uh, that. And, again, when you think about it, they're the most impactful mm-hmm. one. If the Eagles win, and certainly Hurts is probably the MVP on their side. Well, we were even saying earlier, that, like, this just goes to show you can never bet on an MVP if you don't think that team is going to win because Jalen Hurts had the better performance overall, but he's not the MVP of the game for a reason. Great point, Stormy and, and Matt. And, and, you know, Chris Andrews and I were obviously we're in the back. Jimmy Vaccaro, we're watching the game yesterday, and when it, uh, when the uh, Chiefs got the ball with what, about five and a half minutes mm-hmm. to go uh, for that final drive, we looked at each other. I just I told Chris, I said, this, this is going to determine the MVP, so we may as well <laughs> start getting, you know, get ready. And, you, and you're looking. And as, you know, as we're watching the game, you know, it's funny. We watch it very, uh, in some ways, similar to you folks who are betting the game, right? You're watching it, and every play is impacts, uh, pretty much every play impacts a prop, mm-hmm. right? Well, we're doing the same thing. Okay, okay, wait, fi- final <laughs> points, uh, final point total, alternate points, uh, uh, alternate point spread total. Uh, everything is going on, and we're starting to check in, and you post as you go what you can, but some you really have to wait and and certainly you know get that final box score and make sure that you you've got it in there and again it has to correlate and you as a better make sure you know what not only the house rules I mean that's not, but the stipulations mm-hmm. as to what that particular prop had attached to it so you guys get what a couple of weeks off and then it's March Madness huh? you know it used to be Matt I love it and uh, you know Stormy I'm, I know when you talk to your dad he'll tell you know you know 30 years ago it was see you next month yeah. you know it was February everybody's gone you know and but now it's you know yeah we'll take a couple of days uh, but get ready for for March Madness as we talked about earlier uh, baseball regular season wins you know pitchers and catchers are reporting this week so there's we we are in much more look ahead mode now than ever before and I think that's actually helped grow the business and there's you know some folks want to bet on things right there's going to be a lot more focus now on the NBA 
by the general public as well. Well, that's what I was going to say is like over the last few weeks of the regular season in the NFL, I mean, not of the regular season, mm-hmm. of postseason in the NFL, mm-hmm. as the games start to get shorter right. and shorter, like that already starts to get people thinking about NBA, yeah. thinking about college basketball again. Does that handle take a good bump now? Yeah, college basketball has been terrific. NBA, I think what's hurting the handle a little bit, if anything, is the uncertainty of who's playing yeah. on a daily basis. That, that's that got to get sorted out. I hope the league does address that. Uh, but also hockey now, because with the hockey trade deadline, coming up and who's making movies. We saw what the Rangers did last week, a a great upgrade with them with Tarasenko. So those things are going to uh, come into play, and that's stuff we have to pay attention to. Matt will say his Rangers. His, oh, your Rangers. You need help. Uh, Vinny Maiulo, everybody, at Vison Vinny on Twitter, doing great things here at the South Point. Thanks so much for your time, as always. Appreciate you. you. We're going to take a quick time out. More Vison final countdown when we come back. Says final countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're turning the page on football and looking for a betting edge on the NHL, NBA, or college hoops, don't worry. The VEASAN experts have you covered. You can become a VEASAN Pro subscriber with the introductory offer of just $9.99. VEASAN Pro subscribers get access to the daily recap of top plays made from show hosts and guests. Tools like betting splits, deep dive betting reports, betting guides for all the biggest games of the season where experts break down brackets, best bets, and daily props. Don't miss out. This is a limited time offer. Visit VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Sign up again. Again, just $9.99. That's VSIN.com slash subscribe. 1332. You want to know something funny that I just realized that I've glossed over this entire time? They tell you what it is Canadian now? No, they spell out VSIN. You know, it's supposed to be VSIN.com slash subscribe. There's no dot com. It says VSIN slash subscribe. Yeah. Oh, I've, oh I've, I've seen that one multiple times. How do we yeah. not edit this? You just, yeah, we just, we just wing that one. Yes. I know that one, though. Yes. By heart. Yes. I, I, I could do that one with you. One day. We'll just do it. Yeah, one day we'll just do at that thing. Uh, so we're sitting here, and we were like, you know what? Let's let's continue to talk some football, and we're trying to figure out, okay, where we want to go with this next one. We, you had mentioned earlier in the show that they did come out with next year's MVP odds already, mm-hmm. and as you would imagine, Patrick Mahomes is sitting at 650, but there is someone else that is plus 650 as well. Jesus H. Burrow, as we like to say on the show. Poised to get it done here <laughs> this year as Cincinnati brings back all of that talent. Maybe they get another offensive lineman or two as they head into the season. But plus 650 on Joe Burrow. Josh Allen at 8-1. to one. Justin Herbert and Jalen Hurts both at 10-1. to one. Tua Tagovailoa at 16. Aaron Rodgers at 15, I should say. 16 for Aaron Rodgers. Weird because, again, we don't know where, even where mm-hmm. he's going to play. 17 for Trevor Lawrence. 17 for Lamar. Same deal. Is he going to be a Raven or not? Dak Prescott at 18. And then everybody else, 25 or longer. The thing about the one that really stands out to me, Josh Allen being eight to one, there's gonna be a lot of turnover there for, for Buffalo. Like, I don't think that that team is going to resemble the team that we saw this year. And so as we know, it really does help a ton to be on a team that wins a whole bunch of games. And I I think that there's a chance, I'm not saying they're not going to miss the playoffs or something like that, but I think we're looking far more at more of a nine, 10 win team next year than we are again, one of these like 12, 13 win type teams. And so I think Josh Allen is is not a great value here with all of this. And I am glad these numbers are a little longer though than the yes. openers for MVP last year. Yes. No, absolutely. I mean, and if you look to, I think what 
these numbers are reflecting, although I think the Brock Purdy at 25 to 1, we don't even know if he's going to be a starter. Like how? Yeah, I know. I know. We don't even know if he's going to be yeah, a starter. Yeah, he's 25 to 1. Trey Lance there at 35 <laughs> to 1. Jimmy Garoppolo, 60 to 1. Is yeah. he coming back? Shanahan says no, but who knows? Who knows? Who knows? I mean, yeah, we don't even know what's going on with all that. I mean, look, not a fan favorite for rightfully so and all that. I mean, I think the only one that's at least mildly interesting to me is Deshaun Watson at 28 to 1 because you're talking about a dude who was – definitely a hundred percent rusty. Like you could tell not playing football for basically two years and now being able to be around the team. Cause remember he wasn't even allowed around the team. Mm-hmm. Remember like, like that was the part yeah, of the he was punishment. Practicing by yeah. himself on a separate field. Yeah, part Couldn't of the have punishment. the playbook. Yeah. He was doing all of that. And so now a full off season with the team getting to really become, you know, one of the guys in the locker room and all that other stuff like that. That I was mean, so weird though, that he yeah. couldn't like be yes. around the way you would be around. No, no. So it's like, and again, not, I'm not saying I'm going to bet him, but I mean, if we're looking at these 17, odds, he had so what was it, 700 plus days out yeah. of competitive football. If we're just betting the odds, and we, if we look, I mean, like, it's not like that team is talentless either, right? I mean, there is there is talent on that Browns team, and so that one at 28 to one is at least somewhat mildly interesting for me. But look, Justin Fields, you can't bet him at 30 to one. That that Bears team, listen, they got a ton of cap space, they are going to bring in players. We know this. They're going to get a haul for that first pick as well. They're going to bring in more players to the draft, but that doesn't mean they're going to compete year one. They're going to be like the youngest team in the NFL, basically, with with everything that's going on there. So uh, you can't bet him at 30-1. to We don't know if Russell Wilson's any good anymore. You're certainly never betting Geno Smith, even though he is no longer a jet, but um, there are, there are definitely, um, there are definitely some bets on here that I think are just, you, you can at least scratch off as opposed to like, Oh, I would jump on that one. There are at least some that you would just eliminate for sure. I didn't even notice that. That was funny. Yes. Um, It's funny. It's also funny looking at that graphic and seeing Jalen Hurts and Tua Tungavailoa right next to each other on the odds board. Hurts at 10 to one, Tua at 15 to one. I have major concerns about Tua moving forward with his health and the concussion protocol, but also just the reason I say it's, interesting to have both of those names right there is not too long ago that you know Jalen Hurts is getting benched in a championship for Tua to go in and look who's playing in a Super Bowl this year but the I don't know what's going to happen with Tua next year the hard part about betting an AFC quarterback is that look who the three shortest odds are like they're all three AFC quarterbacks and so it's like you have to if you're bet if you bet Tua or Trevor Lawrence or even Lamar or anything like that it's like they have to beat out Mahomes, Burrow, and Allen. You know, it's like it's not just one. And then you look at his Herbert's on there as well. Like the top four guys on this deal is is are all AFC quarterbacks, and so it's just very hard for me to to get to a point where I would feel comfortable with any of those guys. It's always taking a long shot on an NFC guy. Did you see all of the Twitter mayhem yesterday with Dak Prescott? up there for Walter Payton, man of the year stuff, getting booed, and everyone saying that this is the only time that he'll make an appearance in a Super Bowl. Shots fired, my yeah. guy. Yeah, there was also, I saw a couple that said, uh, Rihanna's unborn kid has been on the super football, football field oh, more than- uh, as we more, have a replay of the than, halftime yeah. show playing on yes, our screen. And yes, here, Rihanna's mind you. unborn kid has been on the Super Bowl field more than uh, Dak Prescott. We did a, one of the days that I was filling in on Follow the Money um, last year off season ish Dave Ross and I were doing it together and Dave's a huge Cowboys fan and we did a hot take Tuesday segment where I said the Cowboys will not make a Super Bowl while Jerry Jones is alive and he was like very 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 upset about it but I think that's kind of real like I don't I don't 
listen, there's going to be a there's going to be <laughs> so a he said he could die tomorrow. <laughs> this is also Maybe, true. Like I very, mean, yeah, anyone could. <laughs> very much also true. Um look, I think that the Giants are going to be a little bit better as well. They're certainly going to be healthier. They can't be any more injured than they were this year. And you got that really good coaching you got that really good coaching out of Brian Dayball this year. So I mean they're gonna be better in some way, shape, or form. I just don't I don't know if the path for the Cowboys is really going to be all that simple moving forward, really. I'd be curious to see what the opening number is going to be for defensive player of the year, what Micah Parsons is going to be at for that. Because That might be worth interested. a sprinkle. That's always just, interesting. There's worth a little bit of sprinkle <laughs> in there. But, yeah, I mean, I can't. It, it, as far as, like, these Super Bowl odds that, again, have, oh. have, already been, have already been posted. Like, there are just teams that I have no interest in. Right? Like, and the Cowboys are just one of those teams year in and year out. Prove yeah. me wrong. Go ahead. It's Prove the, me wrong. It's Will the better long Probably shot not. NFC team or basically just kind of pass. Because, I mean, the Chiefs at 6-1 to one is not going to get that much worse Like once we get into the season. I mean, like, it's, just, it's just not, right? I mean, you could have gotten... <laughs> You could have gotten them at plus one, one thirty or whatever to, to win the to win the game. Like when we got there, yeah. You know, like much less six to one before the season even starts. Now you're locking like, your money up. But for that's the thing. Like these numbers are going to fluctuate so much. You could have gotten Kansas City this year as high as I think eleven to one during the season. Like you can, these are going to be on the move and shifting. So if, if the opener, if these opening numbers aren't what you want them to be, even if you just want to place a bet on your team to have mm -hmm. in your pocket, like don't waste your money on a short number when the odds of it getting longer or more likely than not. Yeah, I always, I, I, I keep saying that, like, for this market, it's identify a team that you think you're going to be high on. Last year, last year for me, I was going to be high on the Vikings, right? Because it was like, I liked what they were kind of doing there. I liked the way that, that division played out for them and, and all that. Like, find a team, longer odds that you think that you are higher on than everyone else is going to be on, and those are okay to bet early because if you are right about that, those numbers are only going to absolutely plummet, right? Mm -hmm. But any, but Any of these numbers that we're sitting at, you know, six and seven, eight, nine, whatever, like those numbers aren't just going to get that much worse as we as we get going. The problem is, is I don't see any of these like super long shots. Oh gosh! That I, like, look, two hundred to one. The Bucks team is in shambles. Like I mean, sixty to one. Like the Bucks are in shambles. Like they are not going to even resemble at all what you saw on the field this year. You look, you look at some of these other longer teams. Like man, they don't have. We don't have any idea what are, what are the Titans or Falcons even going to do at quarterback. What, what, are the Colts yeah. going to? You know, are they trading? A, like, there's all these different things. I think the Colts actually at one fifty to one is at least like mildly attractive because we always Shane say just, Steichen going to turn things around another young head coach. Well, we always just say like you always you, we just want you we just want to get you in the tournament and then like from there then we can start kind of making sure that we lock in some some Ooh. money and they just got to win the division to make the tournament. They just got to get a quarterback. Yeah. As well. Cuz like that's the thing um what is it? The last five seasons they've had eight different starting quarterbacks, the last mm -hmm. seven seasons seven different week one starters. That's not yeah. a recipe for success. No. I don't know if you heard. That's why it's like you can't back the commanders. They're going to go with Sam Howell. And, like, you know, if they'd have thought Sam Howell was any good, he'd have been play he'd have played already the, in, during the course of the season. Like, why would why did it wait until last the last week of the year for them to decide that he was good enough to be their quarterback, right? So, I mean, you can't really back them. Saints, you have no idea what they're doing at the quarterback position either. So, you can't really back those guys. We know the Raiders are gigantic question mark when it comes to that. I mean, there's just so many of these teams that – 
you just don't know. All we know for we know all we know for sure for the Colts is they will have a new quarterback. Now I cannot imagine them being in the market for some sort of retread veteran yet again. <laughs> but it, I mean, you know, I guess it wouldn't surprise me completely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seahawks at seventy to one. I think the odds makers are thinking they're going to be as bad as they were supposed to be this year, but then they ended up exceeding yeah. expectations. Maybe Geno Smith isn't the real deal. Who knows? We're going to step aside, wrapping things Fly up. Bye. On- what? Shows fall by. Man. I know, it's so fast. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. On a summer night in Paris, American artist Lee Krasner is drifting off to sleep when the phone rings. On the line, news that her husband, Jackson, is dead. Jackson, as in the painter Jackson Pollock. He might, to this day, be the most mythologized figure in American art. But how much of the story that we've been told about him is just that, a myth? On Death of an Artist, season two, Krasner and Pollock, the story about how the art world changed forever, and the story of the artist who reset the market for American abstract painting. Just maybe not the one you're thinking of. Listen to Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is VSIN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. As the football season comes to an end, Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is the place to be for hoops and hockey. Bet Rivers has you covered for every line, odd, and boost. You can join them every week for their new promotions like the Tuesday Hockey First Goal Insurance, Saturday Hockey Same Game Parlay Bet and Get, Weekly Pro Basketball Bet and Get, and more. BetRivers.com, or you can download the Bet Rivers app. It's a whole new game. You saw me scribble something down. You said, yes. What are you scribbling down yes. over there? I Why won't you just tell me? I don't like being kept out of the loop. Here it is. So I'm just going to ask you live. I don't want you to have to like think too long about it because t- typically it's your your gut reaction is the is the right one okay what was your favorite bet you won yesterday oh oh i have so many see that's what i said but it's what it, yeah what, what is your... um my it, my brain instantly goes to the plus 750 eagles to win the first half chiefs to yes. win the game yes that was that was one that i just i really 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 felt confident in eagles first half and all week long, I was like, okay, it's hard to count out Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes in the fourth quarter. I think that maybe they could pull this out. That's a pretty good number to get on it. Yeah. And it ended up coming to fruition. But the other one, the lead change in the last minute, plus 650, that's pretty high up there too because it's risky, but it's yes. the same thought process, it right? Is. It's like this is a game that's going to be close. It's going to be down to the wire. What was your favorite? Oh, by far the octopus one. For sure. <laughs> you don't know why, too? Because it was the very last bet I made. Like, it was... It, yeah, with, 14 to 1 is nice, It too. was with, like, 40 seconds left before before they pulled all the markets down, for like, pre, the, the pregame markets or whatever. And so I'm just sitting there scrolling, and I'm like, you know, like, all right, I'm looking for this last little bet. And I was like, am I doing this? I guess I'm going to do this. And then I did it. And then, so that was that was the most fun, because one, it didn't even... almost One, almost didn't even make the account. Mm-hmm. And then two, you know, it pays off. Like, Am I crazy, though, to think that for something that has never happened in Super Bowl history, that that should be longer odds than 14 to 1? Well, I think it, the Jalen Hurts factor really skews Changes everything. It. Yeah, it just really skews everything. Because, like, he calls his own number whenever they're inside the two, and then, obviously, we know how good they are at running those little you, – you mentioned off air, you like this. What they do with that quarterback sneak and how good he it's is crazy. specifically at it is crazy. And so, I think, like, the odds do get skewed when – the Jalen Hurts factors is in there, and it probably should be because, I mean, like, the way that he is able to get three yards. I mean, like, he, he – not all these runs are, are long, right? But, I mean, like, the way that he can get two and three yards is just unbelievable. Well, I didn't even realize until they were talking about it during the game broadcast the statistical success that he's had in those short yardage situations to get the first down. 35 of 38, a 92% conversion percentage when he needs a yard. If he needs a yard, he gets a yard. It's crazy to me. I wonder if they're going to do anything. They always in the offseason, you know, get with the officials, get with the the team coaches and try to see if there's any egregious things or rules that they want to change. I wonder if, like, the pushing – thing starts to get a little bit more attention or look I would imagine like they're gonna at least someone's at least gonna bring it up yeah and they're gonna say it's for health and safety but really it's just because they don't want these guys who are really good at it to just be able to do it every single time they're gonna say oh no but what if he's getting pushed from the back and he's pushed from the front and then he just gets bit in half like a pretzel or whatever (laughs) no it's just you don't like the guy like sitting there converting these things like like it's you know like it's nothing I gotta tell you I had so much fun yesterday. I feel like that was one of the most fun games I've had betting the Super Bowl. And it's not mm-hmm. because like, oh, I won every single bet. It's not one of those types of things. But the game itself 
was awesome. Like we mm -hmm. are in the second quarter saying, what a game. Like this is going to, yeah. and it is unfortunate. We talked about it earlier in the show that, you know, when all is said and done and you're looking back at the fourth quarter and the final couple minutes of this game, that, that there's a ticky tack penalty yeah. kind of that gets that first down and leads to the field goal. And you feel like there wasn't a chance for it to be a little bit more exciting in the end. But I think that the Chiefs did everything it took to get this job done. Down 10 at halftime, yes. have a flawless second half, score on every drive in the second half. Like, things came together for the, that team, and it's one of those things that for Patrick Mahomes and, and Andy Reid that that legacy slowly but surely is really being built for those two. You just absolutely destroyed me in our bet and, uh, and, and, and with all of that. Ladies and uh, gentlemen, yeah. one week from today. Yeah, like tune in on, on, on Monday and I'm going to, uh, I'm going to be in pain the last segment. And so I, listen, you reap what you sow. And uh, I have, I have been, so I think I've been really bad at these, at these challenges. And so I'm going to pay the ultimate for ultimate price here with this. I, what I feel bad about is that for the last two, it was over. Because there were bets that you had such bad luck on that you should have won. It's just, it, but it's, it's, but, honestly, it's hilarious though. It, it, so that's what I love. I, that's why it's what makes it so fun and why we're just going to like. And you have to keep in mind, this is your idea. Yeah, you I came know. up with we're gonna this keep bets this and thing, consequences. Listen, we're going to keep this thing going. It's going to be great. It's, I'm very excited about keeping it going, actually. You, so we, again, it's, if you've never watched our program before, if this is your first time, bets and consequences is something that we've been doing for the past few weeks where we have 500. Fictional dollars, we place $50 increment bets on DraftKings Sportsbook. Any one-click bet that adds up to the 500 So it could be one bet for 500 bucks if we want. Um, we separate all of ours in mostly 50 100 yes. I had one $150 bet this time around. So my ROI... You will be here Monday, right? Yes, I'll be okay, here Monday. Okay, okay. Monday, right. Tuesday, and Wednesday okay. of next week. Yes. Um, but we... I ended up up, I think, 360 fictional dollars in this. But a lot of those bets I did do in my real bankroll as well, mm -hmm. like the for the game to be tied after 0-0 again, which was never in doubt with the 7-7 right off the bat, which was nice. The Travis Kelsey anytime touchdown that happened on the Chiefs' first offensive drive. But since you're putting this off a week, because you want to you know, talk about it more after, you can give us details of your pain. I was thinking maybe um, our boss, John Goulet, and I were speaking out here mm -hmm. before the show goes, that maybe all the things on the warning that says don't do, you should just have to do as well. Um, so are you sensitive to spicy foods? Hope uh, not. Um, <laughs> allergic not. to peppers, nightshades, or cat but it says, yeah, do not, after touching the chip, wash your hands with soap and do not touch your eyes. So definitely touch your eyes. Yeah. Um, Plan on doing that. It says you should seek medical I'm gonna do, assistance. I black them. Well, I'm going to actually do, I'm going to eye black my eye, you know, like with the, with the chip before <laughs> I eat it. You should seek medical assistance should you experience difficulty breathing, fainting, or extended nausea. But we're just going to, you know, let you let chill me. here. Do we have one of those? No like, 911 things? calls on the like, do, we, do we have one of those things in here? But, I don't know if we do or No, not. but seriously, though, um, I, I do feel for you because I have seen people eat this thing and it is yeah. legit like it's going to hurt. Yeah. One, one, I didn't want us to do it and then just go dark um, for the rest of the week because, again, we're on different programs for the rest of the week. And then also uh, I spent all day at the Waste Management Open on Saturday and Sunday as well. And, um, you know. We're, uh, he already had a near reversal a with little, the mayo. Uh, we're a little, we don't uh, want to risk it with the chip challenge. It was a weekend. I'll put I it love that his way. packaging, though. It says, inside, one extremely hot and spicy tortilla chip. 
Scotty Scheffler did defend his title, yes. by the way, over there. Uh, that was one of your one and dones. Over, yes, right? yes. So. so I am I'm doing very well in one and done. I didn't play it in an outright market because we talked about it here on the show. It was just, it was just the odds were just so short, right? I mean, it was just so short on Scotty Scheffler at twelve to one in a field this incredibly strong, and so uh, that didn't get home. Did play him in a. Did play him in, in one and done, though, so I'm doing very, very well in a couple of those contests. And, you know, look, our other bets got home, some placement market bets got home with all that. It was a profitable tournament, again, here at the Waste Management. But uh, the Genesis, we have the return of Tiger Woods this week. Mm-hmm. Tiger Woods is, is coming back. It was a so big announcement last a week. Lot of the big, a lot of the big names are heading over to go play that in uh, in California this week. So it'll be a fun tournament. It won't be as uh, lucrative for the winner, but it will be uh, – It'll be one, the, the course is just so awesome and surrounded by these, like, trillion-dollar homes and stuff and everything. It's amazing. I just hope that the next time that you travel somewhere, you don't have to go through the, the airplane experience on the tarmac that you had to deal with yeah, for this. We we had that. Getting out of Phoenix this morning was a little rough. Um, apparently super backed up on the on the runway out there. Just saw a tweet from another NFL rider this there who said he's 50th currently in line uh. for his plane to take off. So it has been... It's a you know it's a nightmare. I think I learned something though. It will be a either a way later or earlier. Like I'll have to just pain myself and get yeah. up ridiculously early, or just go way later in the day because the the sweet spot flights is when the this just really starts to back up. So I know you call it vacation. Yeah. I travel every week for work, and yes. um, I have a lot of travel pet peeves. Curious what your mm-hmm. biggest one is. Oh, easy. The second the plane stops. It's everyone jumping up like they're going to be able to magically just immediately yes. get off of the plane or whatever. Like, I cannot, I, I can't, I don't understand it. It's like they, you lose all sense of what makes you a human being if with rational a, thought. And you just decide like, oh my, oh, yeah. plane stopped. So I got to get off the plane. In, it's like, in general, people at air, at airports just like change who they are as people. as like normal rules of society. They just go out the window for whatever reason. Like, I get it if it's a long flight and you stretch your legs, whatever, but and. Uh, uh, you're in the air for 35 minutes yes. coming back from Arizona or L.A. Yeah. or something. Just, like, sit down and wait Seriously. for your turn. You're not going to get out any faster. Yours? I don't like when – so my biggest issue, um, just, like, that constantly bugs me, mm-hmm. is the moving walkways when people just stand in the middle mm-hmm. yeah. and make it impossible yeah. for you to go around. There's, there's a side to stand and there's a side to walk. Like, yeah. uh, you know, <laughs> I just – that, for whatever reason, always bothers me because you're going on the moving walkway, normal people, to get to your destination faster – Yet the people that are just standing there lollygagging have, like, no sense of common You know who you are. Decent. You know who you, you, know are. you are out there. Don't do that. And when the people go it. to the gate and they know that they're in group 10, but they're standing up there for group 2 and 3, right. and they're just in every way, leave your shoes on. Do not touch me oh, with your toes. Oh, don't take your shoes off. If y'all oh. want us, we're early tomorrow. So we're many things. Shows. Yes, follow the yeah. money tomorrow. And, uh, numbers be, game. Yeah, numbers game with Gil Alexander, except it's Matt Brown. <laughs> From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. 
Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.